Hello and welcome to the Fake Football Guys? No, it's just me. It's just me, Dustin Lingaman, your host. I will be doing everything today. So lock, load in, and let's get started. JC, actually, he slept in. He literally slept in and uh, just gave us a little text. So nevertheless, where the show must go on, and I have my backup team, my executive producer, Mr. Andrew Valentine. What's up, man? What's going on, Dustin? Yeah, uh, as you guys can see, it's a little bit different now that uh, JC is not here. Again, he decided it was nap time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're all just kind of uh, lagging about on the day. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? I sucks. think we're going to we're gonna have a better show, really. We don't need his uh, negative juju. So, And sitting next to him, our newest replacement for Brandon, you know, not for long, we got David Dreiska. Did I say that right, Dave? No. Okay. It's all right. It's Dykstra. That, oh, it's okay. You'll get used to me screwing up everyone's name. It's fine. But don't don't throw that kind of pressure on me trying to, you know, replace the almighty. Well, he's dead to us, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as just a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at TweetFFG and ask us those questions. Make sure you're using that hashtag Ask us FFG. Also, if you like to, uh, you know, use that email system, uh, you can email us uh, at you can email us at askusffg at gmail.com. And we also take voicemails. Um, we actually share JC's um, personal number. So if you're upset that he's not here today, like me, no, just kidding. Um, or if you just want to prank him, you can call him at seven zero eight. Six five five four five zero eight, and last but definitely not least, everybody should text him right now and tell him call him too. Call, call him, him and be like, call "What the hey, man? What's going on?" Or you know what, Dustin is so much better than you. I'm so glad you're not even there. Uh, we're sick of looking at your fake glasses and crappy haircut. Um, just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, you can go ahead and be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, make sure you're smashing that notification button. And that YouTube page is the Fake Football Guys, plural, because usually there's two of us here. Um, but anyways, we got a jam-packed show. Um, usually I ask JC how his week went, so I'm going to turn the question over to you guys. Uh, how did your weeks go? Oh. Uh, you know, Boy Wonder, who's no longer here, unfortunately, who's in Indiana, I was able to actually apparently whoop him, and Ooh. I didn't even play GM to my team. I just played owner. Yeah. So I was, I beat him, I was like, got a solid 30 points, I think. So my team had a really, I would have even beaten him by more if I would have started Sony Michelle. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, on the other time, with my other league, unfortunately, I got smoked again. Ah. So I've completely forgotten about that one at this point. I'm all focused on the X-Bomb League, so... You know, sometimes I, I do pretty well. Sometimes that happens to me, man. Like, um, there's a certain league that I really just want to beat the pants off of people, and that's the one I usually suck at. It's kind of weird because you just kind of focus at it and you keep tinkering, and the one you don't care about, all of a sudden you're in first place. It's really weird. Dave, are you in any leagues? Are you? Uh... I'm actually in the X Bomb League too, uh, and I actually took down the Almighty this weekend. All right, I took down my son. Oh, who's in our league as well? Uh, he had been running rough shot over everybody, Dang. and for some reason, I caught him on. He still is, still is. He's averaging about 140 points per 
per week. Wow. Uh, wow. He had an off week, and I got lucky, and all <laughs> my guys hit. Nice, dude. It's like what my dad always told me, like, until you can beat the old man, you're not a man. So you still got that going for you. All right, buddy. Yeah, that's true. All right, for myself, um, I had an amazing week, guys. Um, let me tell you. In one of my leagues, I beat the pants off this team by 95 points. Let me say that again. 95 points. So it's really nice going into those Monday night games, not not even worrying about it. Um, Who didn't he start? What was this roster like? <laughs> okay, let's let's take a look. Let's take a look. I got to know this, honestly. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. He, like, he wasn't paying attention. No, he was. He was. It's just that um, I am king of the castle, the best of the best. Um, so he started Lamar Jackson, Mike Williams, uh, Amari Cooper, Cordell Patterson, Saquon Barkley, Travis Kelsey, and he also started another tight end. He started Gronk. So this is our number one team in this league, and I beat the pants off him with Kyler Murray, Keenan Allen, Devontae Johnson, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Sony Sony Michelle. I started him because just had a feeling. Um, George Kittle and Odell Beckham, which eh, he was okay. Anyways, we'll get into that a little bit later, but I'm really stoked, guys. Like I'm still in the playoffs, still got hope. Got to win it all out, but honestly, that's what makes fantasy fun. Um, win or go home. So I love it. I'm really excited this week, too, because we got a couple of voicemails. Guys, did you check out these voicemails at all? Um, I did. and uh, They're great. I, they, oh, they're fantastic. Um, sh- I, I think we should just get straight to them because, I mean... My goodness, I, it, it, these are wonderful fans we have, I got to say. All right, all right, let, let's give it a listen. Let's go with the first one from Kyle. Hi, sick football guys. Uh, this is Kyle, long-time caller, long-time listener. I, I have a conundrum, a little inquiry this week. I accidentally released all my defenses, and I need a defense to, pull, to pick up again. I'm not sure which might be the best defense that might be available. Um, also, I need a quarterback. Um, I was wondering what you might uh, think of uh, either picking up maybe a Justin Fields uh, or, or maybe a Joey Flacco um, if, he, if he might want to be a starter again. Uh, I, I look forward to watching you on the, on the, on the Internet. Thank you. If you might want to be a Okay, okay. I'm not sure if that was Kyle or Bobby Boucher, but um, first, first question: Which defense to stream? And we're going to get into this as well too. Of you know how to prepare for these playoffs, guys. I mean, if you made it this far, if you're right on the cusp, we got to dive in. We got some great tips for you. Um, as far as defense is concerned for streaming of this week, um, and honestly, Kyle, you're kind of taking away our show, but that's okay. I'm going to go um, with. The Denver Broncos, okay? Um, They're actually uh, going to be um, going – well, they just played Kansas City, um, and they're going to be playing the Detroit Lions. So we all know how that goes, right? Um, So, yeah, I would definitely go with the Broncos. They're 45% rostered. Um, If you can't get them, I would go with the Carolina Panthers. They're going against Atlanta. And uh, last time I checked, Matt Ryan sucks. 
sucks big, salty. Um, he's not good. So, especially when you consider Cordell Patterson's kind of having a uh, bit of an off couple weeks now. So, yeah, yeah, he's there's a, a chink in his armor for sure. So, um, those are the two that I would actually recommend for streaming this week. Uh, for your second question, as far as <laughs> your quarterback, um, who to stream? Um, Jimmy F- Jimmy Falco, or is that Joe? Did he mean Joe? I think he mean Joe. Joe. Joe Falco or Justin Fields. Um, Yeah, I want to do either one. I I really want to do either one. Um, Justin Fields, I think, is still dealing with an injury, honestly. Um, And he's going against Green Bay. And I don't think the Bears are going to do well. Just just a small insight. I just don't think they're going to pull it off. So I want to go with him and I sure as heck want to go with Joe Flacco because I don't even think he's starting this week. Uh, My recommendation and if you're such a fan, you should have been watching. We've been saying this guy's name, pounding on the desk, going head to head. Can't stop talking about him, but Mr. Taylor Heineke, uh, the quarterback for the Washington football team. He's only rostered at 31%. I'm shocked that he's still actually out there, and I'm shocked that you don't have him. So, yeah, dude, ditch both those quarterbacks because they're not going to help with anything. It's going to suck. So we did get another voicemail. We're going to go over to that. Mr. Crab Legs Chris. Hey, this is uh, is your boy Crab Leg Chris uh, over in Chesapeake Bay. Uh, I have a question for you guys in my keeper uh, heading into the playoffs, do I add Adrian Peterson uh, out in Seattle? You know, he's coming He's coming off a touchdown. Uh, do you think that he will score again uh, for my playoff run? Or uh, I, I got uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, keeper league, wants to, want to stash him. Uh, t- sorry, uh, I got to go. Khalil. All right. Well, uh, seems like Chris was in a hurry, but nonetheless, he did call our shows, and you should too. You can reach us at 708-655-4508. Be sure to light up JC's phone. <clears throat> so his question, should I add Adrian P- Peterson or Clyde Hubert? Herbert. Whoa, there we go again. Can't get it right. Oh, well. You were so close. You were I so know, close. right, man? I think I have it in my head, and then I'm just like, yeah. Just a... Uh, mouth or diarrhea mouth. Anyways, um, I actually, you know, I would stash Adrian Peterson. Um, he did come off with that touchdown. I think, honestly, Seattle doesn't really have uh, much to go with. All their running backs are kind of meh or banged up. So he would be a sneaky stash. Um, actually, and Herbert is not bad, but I think Montgomery's going to play the rest of season. Um, so I would stash Adrian Peterson, see what he's going, maybe even throw him in a flex, um, and then go that route. So thanks for the questions, guys. It's been great. Keep them coming. Um, we like the voicemails over the bus because we don't have to type anything. So it's been great. Um, what do you think, Dave? What's going on, man? I would say, depending on I, – I haven't heard anything about Jalen Hurt, but if you wanted to jump on something real quick, maybe for this week – Gardner Minshew might be a great pickup. He looked phenomenal in that offense. It's funny you mention that, Dave, because we're going to get there. We are going to get there with our waivers. I li- but I, li- I like it. I like it. You're on, a- you're on, this- you're on the team, brah. All right. So we got a new segment because for most leagues at this point, you can't really trade anymore. So it's kind of hard for us to 
grade that trade. And when JC's here, he usually has horrible ones. But um, so we're going to take the fun out of that. We're going to go over to our new segment, which is the guys that had a day. That's right. The ones that were burning and turning and helped you just dominate your week this past week. So we're going to start things off. My favorite. I recommended him this week. So I love being right. Mr. George Kittle. Right, So he led all active players, all of them, think about this, guys, all in fantasy, with 30 total fantasy points. Right, He had 12 targets, 9 receptions, went off for 181 yards, and yes, folks, 2 touchdowns. That is your tight end. He definitely is way better than Kelsey this week. Um, so if you got him, keep rocking with him because I don't think it, it slows down. Um, really, I think he had a, a day, uh, as I mentioned last week, because uh, Debo Samuel is hurting. So we'll see what he – you got to monitor that. I think he's still day-to-day. But, hey, congratulations to Mr. George Kittle for having a day. Uh, our next guy, wide receiver for those Minnesota Vikings, Mr. Justin Jefferson, right? Um, I mean, he was just catching balls left and right. It, it was ridiculous. Um, I had him on one of my teams, so that was great. Um, he had 14 targets, 11 receptions, 182 yards, and a TD, right? And if you guys were paying attention to that, to that game, Adam, Thien, Adam Thielen um, actually got injured. So I think he's going to see a lot more targets. Um, not all of the targets because, hey, he's one guy. They're probably going to double team him at one point. Um, but congratulations to Mr. Justin Jefferson. Um, next guy, wide receiver for those Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Deontay Johnson. Did I say that right? Yeah, you, you were you were right. I was you close. Got it. I was so, close. No, you actually got it right. You, I did. Um, Dustin, you, you, you finally got one right on the nose. They just need to keep that momentum going. That's all it is, man. You know what it is? It's because I don't have JC like cut me off. You know, I, I screw up the name. He just pops right in. I that's think it true. just drives him nuts. I yeah. think, but that's okay. He's not here, so we won't trash him too much. Just kidding. Yes, we will. Sleeping baby. Um. Anyways, he was targeted eleven times, eight receptions, hundred and five yards, and yes, count them: one, two receiving touchdowns. Um. He caught a bomb. Well, somewhat of a bomb from. Um, Mr. Ben Roethlisberger, um, geriatric fuck, but, um, yeah, he caught a bomb for like 25 yards. It was awesome and definitely helped me win. And I hope it helped you. Uh, last but not least, not, well, our next guy, which we mentioned on our show on Friday, uh, because Melvin Gordon was actually, uh, you know, had a little bit of case of the injuries, right? We have Javante Williams, man. Um, which I don't know why they just don't start him over Melvin Gordon, to be honest, but Hey, um, that's why I'm in front of a camera and not on a sideline. Uh, but he had 23 attempts, 102 rushing yards, 76 yards receiving, and a TD, guys. This guy's a, a dual threat, man. Um, I'm so excited for him. I wish I didn't actually draft him um, just because usually rookie running backs, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, but honestly, you know, I'm going to definitely put a star by his name because I think he's going to start taking over. Um, the fact that he can catch as well, that's huge, especially in those PPR formats. So, great job, Javante Williams. Okay, and we got our next tight end, which is uh, Dallas Goddard. Goddard. Uh, six for seven, 
six receptions, 105 yards receiving, two receiving TDs. Um, once again, now that Ertz is kind of off in Arizona land, this guy is definitely stepping up, and he's not a dud at all. So feel confident in starting him, especially in that tight end wasteland that is out there, but he had a day. And then moving over to the quarterbacks, man, um, we have – Kyler Murray. I mean, honestly, was anyone thinking that he wasn't gonna go off against the Bears? I mean, I had my I had my suspicions that he may have a bad day, but it was him or Joe Burrow for me, and I'm glad who I started with. So <laughs> I went with I went with the obvious choice. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with you. I mean, definitely, I was a little bit of a fear factor of maybe he might be a little rusty. Um, that was not the case. I mean, he sat out, folks, for close to a month. And this guy just came in, um, 123 yards passing, which isn't crazy, uh, but he did pass for two TDs. His rushing attempts were 10, um, and he had a 59 with a total of 59 yards rushing total. So 10 attempts, 59 yards, um, and two, count them, two rushing TDs, man. So you talk about dual threat. Um, Baby Yoda is just going off. I'm so happy I drafted him. And honestly, like, he's saved my team. Like, he's probably the best player on my team so thank you kyler murray next i feel like jimmy kindle you know when he does the like the thank you notes thank you tom brady um tom brady of course the goat um no shocker here did really well what 368 yards four tds he uh you know he was slinging it left and right it's it's kind of weird right did you expect that I know uh, I did. It's the only team in the NFL that he's undefeated against. Oh, shit. Okay. 10-0. Dave dropping that knowledge, man. All right. Maybe you should come over. Nah, it's I'm only because I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, and I hate seeing every part of him whenever they play him. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. I cheer for Atlanta to lose this year, too. So. Oh, okay. All right. Trying to get that draft pick? or I need a quarterback. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Makes sense. You know, I don't know which is worse, guys. You tell me, being a Bears fan or being a Falcons fan? I mean... Right now, it's being a Falcons fan. I, I would at least say it, Chicago's got hope for the future. Oh, that's true. We're, we're on the brink kind of... of. We're, we're where Chicago was, I'd say, about two years ago. Dang. Oh, wow. Okay. And we yeah, don't that... have the defense that you had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, you know, at this point, being a Bears fan, every time I get excited about them, um, it's a great kick in the nuts. So, but hey, we're talking fantasy here. We are not talking real life football, so I'll save my tears uh, for later. Uh, last but not least, I mean, no surprise here who had a day, Jonathan Taylor, guys. Like, honestly, he had a slow start, and I've said that before, but this guy literally has gone 10 straight games scoring a, a touchdown. 10. That's amazing 18 for the season on Sunday he rushed for 32 yards attempts 32 attempts I should say a total of 143 yards rushing and two TDs I mean the dude is just I mean set it and forget it right like I I just love it and I love how Heinz isn't really tapping in too much but still being productive so if you are a Heinz owner I mean hey he's he's number two but that's okay that's okay you, you'll make it you'll make it 
All right, so that was our Had a Day uh, segment. We will be highlighting any of those guys that go off because, honestly, what's more fun than watching one of your guys that you're managing, you roster, line them up, and they're just destroying your competition, I mean, to the point of even 95 points. So I guess I'm awesome. Anyways, we're going to move over to our next segment. This is uh, what I kind of alluded to earlier in the program. We're doing... Uh, playoff matchup tips, right? We're getting to the last. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love that graphic. All right. So playoffs, right? We're on the last week. So for some of us, this is going to make or break us getting to the playoffs. Or maybe you're already in the first and second spot. So you're just kind of riding that by and you don't really care. But I am one of those people that has to win it all out, which is why I love fantasy football because the underdog can win sometimes you never know um so our first tip um really we want to start looking at matchups right like duh you know who's your team going who's your studs going against yada yada making sure that you're you're doing the right things here but one factor to throw in there that's kind of outside the whole fantasy realm would be weather right and you guys are thinking like weather what it's football it's football weather they should be fine um, but, I mean, let's take a look at last night's game, right? For example, last night's game, the Patriots versus the Bills, right? The weather forecast itself was breezy with 22 miles per hour winds and temperatures at 37 degrees. So, for some of you guys that live in Chicago, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's cold. That's real, real cold with that windshield. Um, and, in fact, it was so cold that if we look at next, uh, next-gen stats, the actual Patriots adjusted – um, their game plan. In fact, they ran the ball 94% of their plays, right? So that is the highest running rate in a game this millennium. Let that sink in. This millennium, dude. So, I mean, if you think about it, you saw uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris just lead the Packers' backfield and both finished with more rushing yards than expected, right? So if you're looking at that and you know how you have the points projected and all of a sudden you're like, ah, I'm going to bench this guy, which I did. I benched Damian Harris because I thought Buffalo's defense was just going to put a stop to it. And, yeah, he had a decent game. It wasn't crazy, but it wasn't, you know, amazing. Um, and then if we look on the flip side of things, um, that those weather conditions drastically um, killed the wide receivers and throwing attempts, right? Stefan Diggs had a flop of a game. Um, all the receivers, I don't even think a receiver on the Patriots even scored any points. If I, I mean, I don't know if you guys started them. I don't. No, no, not a single wide receiver scored a single touchdown in this game. It was all it was all backs all day and and the kickers. That's it. And so once again, that's why we're bringing this up. It's all about the weather, not trying to dissect the Monday night game. But that is a factor moving forward. We are in those winter months. It's going to play somewhat of a role. I mean, I wouldn't be so far to be like, oh, no, it's going to snow. I better bench you know, Tom Brady because he's just not going to be able to perform. I mean, duh. You're not going to do that. But it's something to keep in mind. Um, last night, we definitely saw that. If you had Stephon Diggs or any of those wide receivers in New England, you probably had a rough night. Um, hopefully, you didn't lose. Um, the next kind of tip that we're kind of focused on as well, too, is picking up the backups um, of elite teams, right? So prime example, Kyle Murray, right? Um, he sat out for like four weeks, a month, because of, of an ankle, right? And he could still play, but however, Arizona's thinking playoffs, they're thinking future, they're thinking, you know, Super Bowl or bust, so they went with their backup, right? 
Um, so that's one thing that maybe you want to start targeting now just in case. I mean, especially with it getting to like week 17, you know, you never know. Uh, they might do it again. They might pull Kyler just to save them for the actual playoffs itself, right? Um, another one to kind of take a look at as well, too, is certain teams at this point are going to start clearing house, right? Um, what I mean by that is if they had a crap record, right, and they're just trying to see what they actually have, they may throw in a backup. Um, I mean, look at Ronald Jones, right? Let's see what he really has. Not saying that Tampa Bay is a crap team, but if they're going to say Leonard Fournette, they definitely want to see what Ronald Jones can do as well, too. So they may start him in the playoffs, in the fantasy football playoffs, that is. Um, and then also, even with like Philadelphia's running game, I mean, they're kind of hurting at running backs right now. They may fire up Kenneth Gainwell just to see like what um, he's got in the tank or, or what he can do. So by no means am I saying like drop some of your great guys and get these two running backs. But if you have room on your bench, might not be a bad idea to get these handcuffs um, just in case of. And because no one wants to make the playoffs and be one and done or make it to the final round. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, we're not going to play Kyle Murray because we want to save him for our actual uh, playoffs. So um, last or also, I mean, we talked about this before streaming defenses. I can't stress this enough. I mean, I, I think a lot of people kind of forget about the kickers and the defenses and they just kind of roll with it because they're like, oh, well, whatever. They don't score me that many points. And you would be wrong. You never know who they're going to go up against. What was it like New England a couple of weeks ago scored like close to 30, 38 points, 40 points or something crazy like that? Yeah, New England scored a lot of points. Right now the highest scoring defense is actually Philadelphia. They have the most defensive touchdowns right now. But, yeah, I mean, people forget that. I mean, we, you know, we don't really discuss defense a lot on here, but you forget how important it is. If you have the right defense, you can win games. I had the Rams, and they came up with 15 points. I had Arizona. All right, <laughs> there you go. So that's the thing too. Those like minuscule, like you know, positions that you think like, eh, not a big deal. Um, I would definitely t take advantage of that. Um, and we're gonna get into that on our waiver portion as well too, of like what defenses. Because yeah, we heard the masses. We heard a lot of people saying, hey, why don't you guys talk about defenses? I have no idea who to start. Well, you're in luck because this is your show. Um, and last but not least, for these tips for the playoffs, trust your studs. Don't overthink it. Um, I know a lot of times, especially even myself, um, you know, I got, you know, Keenan Allen, who's on the COVID list and now I'm freaking out like, oh my God, oh my God, who am I going to get to, you know, back him up? All right. Maybe I should put this guy and put that guy. Don't over tinker your roster. There's a reason why your roster worked and why you're in the playoffs. Now is not the time to kind of like throw those like boomer bus guys. Um, or like, for example, Sony Michelle had a great game, right? And now all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I'm just going to keep riding with him. Mm, maybe not. It depends on game strip, game script, and it also depends on who they're facing. So point being, trust your studs. Don't over tinker. Um, and, yeah, I, I think by listening to that, you will get to those playoffs and be great. Um, I don't know about you guys, but Andrew has a question. I, I was going to just say I agree with you. Unless you have, like, an injury happen – or like you, you like somebody's out for the season or COVID or whatever, just leave your roster alone. That's always that's how I've always played it. Just stick with the guys that brought you there. They'll take you to the promised land if you trust them. Unless you've got like a hard matchup where it's like, I don't like it's it's not gonna work. Like you clearly think like they're gonna shut them down. Like it's the Patriots defense or something. Mm -hmm. I would say avoid any like you said no tinkering. Just go with it. Yeah, go down with your ship, right? I mean that's the bottom line. Um, 
And yeah, you're not going to reinvent the wheel at this point, especially in the playoffs. I mean, maybe if you're not in the playoffs, yeah, go ahead, grab some random people, throw them out there, see what happens. But yes, stay true, stay steady, and you too will win one of these. All right, guys, I need a break. My mouth is getting tired. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after these messages. Always love those commercials. They're great. Hopefully you got yourself a box nuke t-shirt. Um, I know I have, and they're super comfortable and super great. And if you want me to talk about your company or beer or anything like that, head us up. Email us at askusffg at gmail.com. Anyways, boy, guys, you know what? We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Um, this, I, this portion of the show, I'm never excited to talk about, but... You need to know. And that is our weak injuries. Um, so let's dive in. Hopefully uh, you don't have too many of these guys on your team. But if you do, um, we'll definitely help you out as well, too. So we're going to start things off with Andrew's favorite lover boy, uh, Joe Burrow. He hurt his hand. Um, he hurt his pinky, actually. And, uh, he's expected to play, though, Andrew. It's okay. You'll make it through, buddy. Um, I, but, I'll be okay. I trust I trust Joe Burrow. Okay. I mean, well, is the pinky that important to throwing a football? And, uh, no, I don't know. Put, I say rub some dirt on it. Get over it. Put a little. But, hey, you know, you never know, and, you know, especially with a stent or something. It feels weird. You know, maybe he's got a glove. I don't know. But he's expected to play, so... It's okay, guys, but be sure to monitor it because, you know, sometimes they're expected. You never know. They may have a setback, um, and you want to be ready to go. Um, another quarterback that is – ah, oh, it sucks. Taysom Hill, man. Um, he has mallet finger. So I'm sure you guys remember this. We talked about this with Russ. Russell Wilson had the same injury. So this isn't, like, a fun injury. This is something that, you know, honestly, I think he was supposed to be out for, like, I want to say like four to eight weeks uh, and Russell being like Wolverine just came back in like two, which was nuts. Um, so this is something that is questionable, something to monitor. You know what? I, I don't know. He may be out for the rest of the season, guys. I don't know. Um, but let's hope not because he looked he looked really great. The word is that he actually might play through the injury. That's that's the report wow. that I saw last. He might actually play through being hurt. That's if he is the starting quarterback, mind you. I don't even know if he is or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to see Sean Payton's going to be, you know, throwing Simeon, and I think they're going to have a package for Taysom because I, I don't see why you would roll him out. If he can't throw the ball, they're just going to load up the box and just destroy him and take his head off. So, honestly, I, I think that's what it's going to be. Maybe you want to throw him in a flex, maybe, um, but definitely something to monitor uh, closely. Uh, this one sucks, too. Tyrod Taylor, guys, just got back, and all of a sudden – He's back to the injury list, man. He, like, tore a ligament in his wrist. Ow. I mean, think about it. Like, when I hear these injuries, I'm just like, ah, I can feel it. I feel your pain, buddy. Um, so, I mean, moving forward, Texas said, or, yeah, Houston said that they were going to go with Davis Mills moving forward. Yeah. I heard that all the way from here, Andrew. Did a little hand slap. Um, Do you know yeah, what that means? You know what that means for this week's game, right? What? A blowout? It's the battle of the giraffe necks. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. So that yes. also means take the Giants defense as well, yeah, folks. Yeah. Take the Giants defense. Yeah, well we'll see if they're on our on our waiver wire guys. 
Okay. All right. Um, also, Miles Sanders suffered another ankle injury. This is what I was talking about before, guys, with those tips, uh, especially elite teams. All of a sudden, Philly just decided, hey, we can run the ball. Um, but Miles Sanders, their like, number one RB, is dealing with another ankle injury. So that would be somebody to uh, definitely – get a backup for because I think they are going to go with a run heavy team. Uh, Jalen Hurts actually was out last week. It was crazy. He just popped up out of nowhere. And Gardner Minshew, hey, he had a day. That's somebody we didn't really like cover. We should have. Um, that dude was looking great. Um, so maybe that's somebody you guys should uh, put on your waiver. Anyways, um, we talked about this earlier too. Adam Thielen uh, actually sprained his ankle. Um, this is a rough one, man. He's going to be out to one to four weeks. We're getting to the end of our fantasy football season. So really, he might be out for the rest of fantasy football season. Um, so we got some guys that you may want to look at to back him up. But that sucks. Um, just sucks. Uh, Corey Davis, <clears throat> wide receiver for those uh, New York Jets. Uh, he He's actually out for the rest of the season. Um, he had to have core muscle surgery. Core muscle. Are we talking abs here? Are we talking like back? Like it's that's rough, man. Um, wish them the best of luck. Logan Thomas. This one hurt me, man. I picked Logan Thomas <coughs> as a backup for Dalian or Waller, Darren Waller, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's out it, now. Darren, you had it right. You're right. Darren. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. <laughs> Yes, winning. Okay, um, so he's out with a knee sprain. Um, the cool thing is, it's not that cool, but when they did do the MRI, it didn't look as bad as they were thinking it was going to look. Um, I don't think he's going to play this week, so you're going to have to go back to that waiver wire and find a backup tight end to your backup backup. So we'll see what happens. Um, I kind of talked about this already. Jalen Hurts suffered an ankle injury. Um the Eagles may want to see what Minshew can do. Obviously, he had a great game, stepping in, stepped up, and was killing it. All right. Uh, Dalvin Cook is out. Uh, still out. He may be back next week. We don't know. He, like, tore his rotator cuff or his something or other in his shoulder. It's shoulder injury. So we're going to see how he does. DeAndre Swift is still battling a shoulder injury as well. Honestly, I think he's going to be out for the rest of the season. And Kenyon Drake, holy cow, he has a season-ending ankle injury. Not that he was doing that amazing in fantasy, um, but, you know, for those deeper, definitely in those deeper leagues, he's somebody that is a big, big hurt. So those would be your injuries. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I hope I don't cough too much into the mic. I'm dying here. Uh, but anyways, we're gonna, gonna get, get to... sick on the show. We, you know, we can just we we can just I'll, do I'll just do else. hand signals. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Oh, oh, look at this. Look at this, folks. This is why we hire the best. Um, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Little sip. Little bit of magic for everyone out wow, there. Wow, we're not going off the rails. We're we're doing no, great. No, absolutely not. We're we're, oh my god! Thank real. you, Dave. You may get a bonus <laughs> of a Subway sandwich. Um. Anyways, let's get into those waiver wires. That's why you're tuning in. You could probably care less about most of the stuff I talk about, but <coughs> the waivers is what you really need. <clears throat> so, here we go. <clears throat> Our first waiver, we're going to go with Tevin 
Coleman. Right? He's a running back for those Jets. He's 40% roster. It looks like the Jets have actually settled on him leading the way while Michael Carter is on IR. <clears throat> and Coleman is actually a veteran guy. So uh, he's seen 27 carries over the past two games. Um, and no other running back has seen more than one carry against Philly. So fire him up, I guess. I don't know. I think he's still dealing with sickle cells. So good thing he's not going anywhere with high altitude. Um, next, we're going to talk about two running backs for Tennessee. Um, obviously, they were on a bye last week. So it's not a huge surprise that these guys are on the waiver wire. Uh, if you're hurting really bad, I would definitely go with them. So we're going to go with Dontrell Hillard. Um, and actually, Dante Foreman. It's Deonta. Ash. It's Deonta. All right. Anyways, they're both uh, 40% rostered um, despite, you know, running for 131 yards in his previous game. Hiller wasn't universally added because of the buy in Tennessee. So out of the two, I actually do think Hiller might be the guy. He's off, what, the practice squad or something like that, like something random? Yeah, so Hillard was a guy that started on the practice squad. They moved him up uh, after their running back situation with, uh, uh, my God, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I, wow. He's been out so long, you forget, right? So, wow. Yeah, you forget. Well, listen, man, when you've been hurt for like six weeks at this point, you re- you're forgotten real quick. So Yesterday's you trash. You about the king in Memphis? Come on, man. Yeah, I just did. It's wow. very easy. All right, that's... Wow. Anyways, it's okay. He's yesterday's trash. I get it. You know, you're going to move on. Yeah, that's true. You did get his name right. So I can't really rip on you too much. Um, our last running back for the waivers, Peyton Barber? I mean, hey, he's I there. I feel like we're um, really stretching it at this point. We're really stretching it. I, hey, we got to give it to some people. I mean, keep in mind that some of these people have like 14 or 16 team leagues. You know, every little guy can be that nuance to, like, help him win a tenth of a point. But, yes, Peyton Barber, shockingly, is 0% rostered. Not really shocking because he's not that great. But um, with Kenyon Drake having that season-ending injury, Barber's back into the mix. Uh, he's barely been actually used since Joe Gruden uh, got Grudened. Um, but it's definitely going to be a change of pace and a role, um, especially with Josh Jacobs. He's banged up. He's been banged up all year. So they're going to need somebody to help him out. Um, so this would be a guy, I would put him more of a flex. I wouldn't be like, yeah, here we go. Cause Jonathan Taylor's on a buy. Let's put in Peyton Barber. No, don't do that. But definitely someone to add, definitely someone to handcuff and Hey, who knows? Maybe he comes alive. Maybe he's like a Tim Hightower. You guys remember Tim Hightower? Saints? Yes, that dude went off in one game and helped yours truly win a championship. So, not saying that's going to happen again, but hey, you never know. Uh, On to those wide receivers. No surprise here. Dave is probably going to be doing backflips. Mr. Russell Gage, right? Um, 30% rostered. Uh, Obviously, it took a little bit of time for him to finally emerge as the undisputed wide receiver one for Matt Ryan. Um, Obviously, with Kyle... Ridley out, which is crazy. I know a lot of people drafted him, including myself, very highly. It doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon or even this year. Who's Kyle Ridley? Calvin. <laughs> we just, are we just making up players at this Listen, point? Hey, man, I was on a roll. I didn't want to like stop. 
You know, sometimes people don't notice, but I'm he so went glad Kyle, you're there. He so went glad. Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Anyways, um, go ahead and roster <laughs> Russell Cage um, with, you know, Matt Ryan kind of throwing the ball around a little bit here and there, and hopefully he doesn't get intercepted like most of the times. You never know. He might be uh, pretty, pretty, pretty. He's going to be a wide receiver three, guys. I'm not going to lie. Okay. And then uh, our other wide receiver, uh, actually, JC and I put this together. I didn't want to put this guy on here because the Packers suck. I hate them. They don't suck, but I just hate them. Uh, Mr. Markels Scantley against the Bears. Against the Bears. Yes, against the Bears. Um, Bears defense. I, I would take that against the Bears, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, you've watched. I mean, honestly, like. I don't even know. It, like, breaks my heart, guys. I'm not crying. But, you know, the Bears' defense is not looking good. They're getting old. Their their cornerbacks suck. It's just, hey, this might be your guy, especially since Randall Cobb is not going to be playing because he hurt his boys, his groin, his groin injury. So um, he's going to be out. Uh, we're going to go to New Orleans with Deontay Harris. Uh, he's 17% rostered. Looks like Taysom Hill may remain as a quarterback despite injuring his finger. If so, this seems like good news for Harris, uh, who actually led the Saints with 96 yards and eight targets uh, last Thursday night. So, hey, that's pretty good. That's decent, right? If you're hurting, maybe you got Keenan Allen. You know, it's a shot. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Trevor Sindemian actually uh, winds up getting the call. Uh, Harris should still actually look good uh, with that receiving core, which is kind of crazy because we haven't really seen anyone emerge in New Orleans yet. So if I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, I would put some money on him. And then we're going to go to Detroit. Holy cow, we're talking about Detroit. They got their first win. Yay, you don't. You still suck, but yay. Um, So we have, let's see here, Amari Ra St. Brown for the Detroit Lions. He's 6% roster. It took him 12 games, but St. Brown finally scored his first NFL touchdown. Good job, buddy. You did it. Not taking away from that because I don't think I could score NFL touchdown in a real game. I'd probably be injured within the first three seconds. So good job, buddy. He caught 10 passes for 86 yards and 12 targets um so it looks like he's kind of emerging as well too on the other side of him we have mr josh reynolds you may have remember his name from those la rams but now he's on the crappy lions um and he is rostered at four percent so once again that might be somebody you want to put in that flex option um i think maybe in deeper leagues he's more honestly to be honest he's more of a deeper league option for non-ppr leagues but hey, we got we we got love for you guys too. Um, it's definitely hard to win against fourteen or sixteen other people. Here's a guy that I'm really really excited about, Mr. KJ Osborne uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he's three percent rostered, right? With Adam Thien actually being out <clears throat> for a couple of weeks, this is probably going to be the hot the biggest hot wire pickup. I would say this is probably where most teams are going to target, rightly so. Um, you know, they can't just feed Justin Jefferson the whole game. So this guy I feel is great. And not just because uh, he's stepping up, but also because um, 
Osborne came out of the gate uh, firing with seven receptions for 76, 76 yards in week one. And then in week two, he went back down for five receptions, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and then he kind of became a milk carton. No one really knew what happened to him, right? Uh, but with Adam Thielen missing the games, I think this is going to elevate Osborne. That's what we'd like to see. Um, so I think he'd be a great flex option. I would definitely throw him on your waiver wire. Um, going to those tight end wastelands. Uh, going to stay with Minnesota with Tyler Conklin. I did it. All right, awesome. He's 30% rostered, right? Um, so he's not – he's kind of middle of the pack. I, I mean, obviously, tight ends are – good tight ends are really hard to find for whatever reason this year. Obviously, if you don't have, you know, a Kittle, a Gronk, a Kelsey, um, or a Pitts, this guy should be okay on Thursday night against Atlanta. So um, – I think Conklin is favored. He, he he did actually get a loss in Detroit, uh, but he saw a season high target or season high in targets at nine. Um, so as I mentioned before, I think he's going to be close to that tight end one for Thursday night, um, and I think he's going to be great. So Evan Ingram, um, it's kind of sad. This guy, like honestly, like I don't know what happened to him. He used to be like a really hot ad. He used to be drafted quite a bit. Um, I'm just kind of shocked what happened to him, but he's out there. I would grab him. He's only 29% rostered. Um, the switch to Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon, the quarterback for the Giants, um, seemed to really benefit Ingram, which makes sense. He's a backup. What do most backup or rookie quarterbacks do? They use that safety blanket, which is the tight end. So uh, Glennon did actually suffer a concussion during the game. However, and Daniel Jones may – be ready to return in week 14 this upcoming week. Monitor that situation for sure. Um, either way, it's still a good time to roll out Ingram uh, since the Chargers uh, allow the third most fantasy points to tight ends. So there you go. Um, that would be a great ad for tight end. Uh, Gerald Everett of the Houston, Texas. Um, he's a tight end as well too. 29% rostered. If you're desperate, this is your guy. This this is your guy because, yeah. Why do we have him as Houston Texans when he's actually played for Seattle? Whoopsie. My mistake. Um, but anyways, Everett had a huge uh, uptick in targets with Russell Wilson returning a month ago. So let's see what happens. He did have actually four receptions into uh, just seven yards the other day. Um, but yeah, if you're desperate, this is this is definitely someone okay. Um, hopefully, I don't know what's going on with Seattle. Their just offense sucks. Um, but I think it's because they overpaid for Russell Wilson. Yes, folks, I said it. You heard it first. Um, gonna go to those quarterbacks. Guess who we're recommending? Mister Taylor Heineke. We've recommended this fool for, I think, every show. I don't think we've had a show yet where we did not say, add Taylor Heineke. Every show that I've been a part of at this point, we've had Taylor Heineke there. And the only thing I've ever had to change is the stats, and that's it. That's it, yeah. I don't understand why this guy's not 50% rostered or more at this point. Yeah. I don't understand that. I mean, if you think about it, like, what? He ran for 196 yards, two touchdowns. He did get one interception. Um, and he rushed for 10 yards, but 196 yards, people, 196 yards. 
and two TDs. This is definitely guy somebody that you can stream, um, <clears throat> especially, I mean, if you did have Carson Wentz or someone like that. Um, but, yeah, if you need a backup, I think this is your guy. Uh, it's just it's so crazy that I see his name pop up every freaking week. So spread the spread the word. And, you know, once again, T Taylor, if you're watching, we'd love to get a T-shirt, love to get sponsored by you. We'd love just to maybe interview and spread the spread the news of how great you really are. Um, obviously, Cam Newton um, is another quarterback that we would recommend picking up. Um, he's thirty percent rostered, which I know before the buy he had a horrible, disgusting game. Um, I was actually pretty pissed off myself because I did start him. Um, but hey, he's gonna bounce back. Uh, they did actually fire their OC. I want to say. Um, so we'll see what happens. Maybe they draw better plays for him. Maybe they do a little bit more of a quarterback option. It is Cam. He still has the legs, kind of. Um, but I think he'll, he'll bounce back. He had a whole week just to kind of uh, reevaluate his life, and I think he's going to be great. Kind of. Anyways, now this has been backed by popular demand. A lot of you guys were wondering, like, all right, you guys go over like quarterback, right, wide receiver, running backs, tight ends, but you never talk about defenses. So we're gonna talk about defenses, defenses that you should stream, not necessarily ones that you're gonna keep all year, but uh, the first one I'm excited about, obviously, would be the Denver Broncos. Right, um, they're 45% rostered. They're going against those one and ten and one Detroit Lions. Um, yeah, and their defense is pretty good. So I would definitely recommend grabbing these guys if you can, if they're not already rostered. Um, Caroline Panthers, obviously, um, they're going up against their rival, uh, the Falcons. And yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna have a day against Matt Ryan. So excited about that. Um, and then the Tennessee Titans defense is rostered at 22%. Now, before the bye, they were actually a pretty decent middle-of-the-row kind of deep in the pack, I would say. Um, they definitely were shutting down some of those elite uh, teams that you would be like, huh, really? Really? The Titans shut down Buffalo? Weird. Um, anyways, I would recommend them as well, too. Uh, they're actually, let's see, they're going against, who are they going against? Bueller, Bueller, they're going against the Jags. So, not a bad guy to pick up this week for sure, or guys. Um, and last but not least, we're going to go with the Seattle Seahawks at 13%. Hey, they're going against uh, those great Houston Texans. Um, and, yeah, it looks like the Texans are going to go back to Sucksville. Um, they are kind of almost okayville, but they're going back to Sucksville. So, Definitely would grab those two uh, if all those other teams or defenses were actually um, taken. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is your waiver wire for week 14. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, and, yeah, see you soon. And I'm back. Back by my lonesome. And we're getting towards the end of our show. Hopefully I didn't bore you to death. Hopefully you had a great time as I did. Um, it's kind of nice not having... Actually, it's not. I, I do actually miss JC. Um, he gives some insight, and usually he says something stupid. Uh, well, kind of, maybe. I don't know. Um, and, guys, you guys. Lies, sir. Lies. Well, 
I do have to see him later on today because we're working together. But <laughs> um, I will say this. We actually had a bet on Friday, right? Do you remember this bet, Andrew? Uh, we actually betted Tua. Would yeah, have... I did. I do remember this. Yeah. And I yeah. stayed out of this one because I'm done. I'm done taking the risk on this guy anymore. Well, I mean, he our bet was that he would actually score more than 16 points. And, you know, it's kind of funny because JC started Derek Carr and Tua had more points than Derek Carr. And, hey, guess what? JC lost. So that was my backup. Um, I thought Tua was going to have a good game. He did. He had a decent game. He got 20 points. Um, so I win that bet. And guess what, guys? I'm getting free Chipotle. Eh? Eh? I think since JC did miss as well, too, I'm going to get some guac and chips, and I'm getting a large-ass drink. So keep that in mind, JC, when you finally get here. And uh, Are you getting a liter of cola? A liter. <laughs> yes, a liter, a liter of cola. cola. And I want the Royal Crown Cola. I don't want Coke. I don't want, like, Pepsi. I want RC Cola. A liter. Anyways, um, we're going to get to the fun part. I always like this portion to close this out. We're going to go over studs and duds of the game. Obviously, it's just going to be my stud and my dud because JC, once again, overslapped and too bad. SOL, tough tinsel. Um, so my stud of the week, um, I'm going to go with Chuba Hubbard against those Atlanta Falcons. Um, if you guys have been <laughs> living under a rock, uh, maybe you haven't heard, but Christian McCaffrey's out. He's out for the rest of the season. Um, and I think, you know, with their new OC, they're probably going to run the ball a little bit more. And they're going up against the Atlanta Falcons, which their defense sucks. So he's going to be my stud. Um, and I'm really excited about that because I need him because Jonathan Taylor's on a bye. So please, God, let him go off so I can get into those playoffs. Um, this is going to be a shocker to some of you guys. I know, I know, I know. Don't hate me, but my dud of the week is Lamar Jackson. <gasps> is he crazy? Is he nuts? No, folks, I am not nuts. And this is why I'm not nuts, because he's going against Cleveland, who is coming back from a bye. So those guys have been rusted up, and they literally just played Baltimore before they went on their bye, right? So there's a lot of tape that they can digest. I know he definitely, I mean... He made Clowney and Miles Garrett look kind of silly out there with some of the moves he was doing. So I know it's a risky, but I just don't think he's going to be able to pull it off again. Um, I think Cleveland, now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, is really going to step up their games. That's what makes teams great. So I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to go off, and I think he's going to struggle. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. What do you guys think? You like my studs and duds? You guys got any? I, I mean – I agree with the Lamar Jackson. I mean, we were just talking back here. Like David said, they're a totally different team than when they started. They started off hot, and I think they've kind of hit their limit at this point. I think they're starting to have a come down period at this point. So uh, if I got any studs for anybody out there, I, 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 don't, I don't know who's like a standout coming that's like not already performing. You know, that's the problem is that I don't know who – I mean – so I, I've got nothing for anybody out there, but David, you got anybody? <laughs> so basically, he doesn't know. Uh, That's okay. <laughs> uh, I love your stud. All right. Uh, just purely on the fact that they're playing Atlanta mm. <laughs> tells you all you need to know. It might be a very heavy dose of Chuba Hubbard too. I'm hoping. So uh, 
for me, I, I know it's not a sneaky stud, but they're, I, I, I'm going to go with uh, Friar Muth, the tight end from uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, all right. He, I like he what you're started down. picking up a little more and a little more, and Ben can't throw as far as he used to. So, and he absolutely—they literally cheer Muth at Pittsburgh when he catches, just like they used to cheer Heath for Muth Heath. is loose. Yeah. So he's he's hearkening back to his Heath Miller days. I like it. I actually do like it. Um, I, I think Muth or Fire Friar Muth. Um, he has great hands, man. Like the dude can just snack that ball out of the air real quick. And yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Ben just isn't Ben. And I mean, he even said he's going to retire after this year, which you know, it's kind of weird for me because you know all the quarterbacks I kind of grew up like rooting for are now kind of leaving. We got this whole new classman coming in. So, um, oh. <laughs> I'll actually I'll give you this one. I'll give you my stud. Uh, I'll take Seattle's defense. That's oh, what I'll okay. take my stud. Okay. I like that against Houston. Are you kidding me? It's okay. Davis Mills. I'll take I'll take Seattle's defense all day on that. All right, all right. Going with the defense. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know, it's not as good as the one I picked as a dud for uh, the Detroit Lions. But hey, you know, we'll give you to this one. Um, all right, guys, that was a lot of fun. I have done this solo. Um, I made it happen by myself, um, and hopefully JC was able to actually comb his hair, um, put that moose in, and put his fake glasses on, um, and we wish him nothing but heartache, and I really hope that he just doesn't even bother saying, you mo- oh, hey. Hey, guys. What are you doing here? I'm here. We. I made the show. Well, we just did the whole show. How'd it go? Awesome. Excellent. We didn't even need you, bro. All right, good. good job. Oh, Sorry, thanks. Guys, I apologize to all the uh, people out there, but uh, I'll be here uh, bright and early on Friday. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Good job, Dustin. Good uh, job. Th- thanks, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. Closing out the show. All right. Anyways, guys, let's go ahead and close this out for today. Um, we're excited for our Fantasy Friday shows. Just as a reminder, it's every Friday. Uh, we usually go live around 3, sometimes 2, depending on uh, if JC wants to get out of here early, which it's kind of funny. Shows up late, wants to leave early, but hey, you never know. We'll definitely send you some reminders and let you guys know. Definitely uh, just make sure you send us your sit-start questions ahead of time. Uh, you can always tweet us at TweetFFG using that hashtag, AskUsFFG. Or, if you want, you can send us an email at askusffg at gmail.com. So, yes, be sure to send us those sit and start questions before the show. We'd love to answer those live on air. Um, Also, be sure, and I highly recommend, you just call this number all day, folks. Just go ahead, leave your messages, just hit them up, go ahead and send them a text. Uh, It goes straight to JC. And his number is area code 708. 655-4508. We love getting those voicemails. Want to thank Kyle and Crab Legs Mike uh, for actually sending us uh, those voicemails. But that's it. That was our episode today. I'm glad you guys tuned in. I'm glad we kept going with the show even without that uh, JC not being here. Um, I'm sure he's fully rested. Um, But my name is Dustin DL for some of you. Um, Definitely make sure that you like, subscribe, and mash that notification button. Once again, tune in Friday. Don't forget, 
Fire Nagy, I think we're getting close, boys. I really do. Especially, and you're gonna hear this a lot this week of like, oh, I hope hope Nagy doesn't embarrass him against the Packers because that's Virginia. We can't have that. Yeah, whatever. Fire Nagy, get him out of here. I'm over it. Uh, but once again, thanks again. Like, subscribe, share, mash that notification button, and we will see you back here Friday with both of us. I'm um, helping you with those sit start questions for Week 14.